0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Well, hello, and thanks for coming back to join me and Remy Germanario for the final five. Now, this is a bonus episode to the conversation that we had on Wednesday, where all season long, I'm asking five final questions to each and every guest, covering topics we didn't address on the previous interview. Now, today, Remy gives his own thoughts on bucket lists and lessons learned, as well as I'm throwing in a new question just for Remy on this final five. So let's get this started. All right, here we are at the final five questions. All right. And I'm actually introducing a new question. (gasps) On the spot? On the spot. Do I have to use our 401 UCB right. <laughs> training to right. improvise
1: this question?
0: But we'll start with number one. Okay. Number one, if you could have any other job outside of the arts or comedy, what would it be?
1: Um, I would want to be a truck driver. Really? Yes. Um, No, I would never do it. But like in like a world, um, I love road trips and I love <laughs> seeing the country. And there's something really like weirdly romantic about the open road to
0: me so would you like pick up random hitchhikers as part of that i don't ro- know there's something maybe. i mean
1: i'm saying that from a fantasy standpoint um right but um or maybe like a travel channel host
0: yeah love, yeah yeah i love travel i have extreme wander i've, I've wanted to audition for those because i see them every now and then yeah, I, those I did once as well and i actually got to like you know so you submit and then you get to like meet with them and talk to the producers so i thought Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know. You should, again, you'd be great.
1: Right. So something to do with travel. I love yes. travel.
0: So number two, what is a bucket list show or a role that you want to do?
1: Um, I would love to uh, to be Lewis and Angels in America. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that they're making Amy and company a boy now in this new production. <laughs> so, hopefully, so you can be Amy
0: or... Jamie. Jamie. Hopefully
1: down the line. I'll, I'll audition for the replacement at some point good, uh, good. that i was when i i love that role and so when i heard they're making a guy i was like oh, so
0: yeah maybe maybe one day that'd be cool all right uh, number three who do you look up to as a mentor or someone inspires you
1: i think the person who i think without watching not someone i know um, well I, I have a lot of great people i look up to um, you know my parents of course um uh my best friend is is Rachel Brosnahan from the Marvelous Mrs Maisel like she's someone I look up to she's she's such a great friend and mentor to me but I think that without that watching this person on TV growing up I don't think I'd have my comedic voice and that is Lisa Kudrow I do not get starstruck but if I ever meet Lisa Kudrow I will cry I will absolutely cry because she she made me laugh so much and i think i get a lot of my inspiration from her and i still look up to
0: her Yeah, i mean she was definitely more of the one of the more they each had their own thing but lisa kudrow's character was so quirky and so unique and so individual yes her character i think was the one that seemed the most grounded all all the other ones played a like an archetype of that particular comedic character she was so real with the silly thing she was saying she was very serious about it so yeah lisa kudrow all right. This is the new question. Are you ready? Yes, and yes, and perfect. Thank you. So, what is a time in your life where where you messed up and had to own up to it?
1: I uh, I, I have a good one, I suppose, and I won't go into too much detail. Um, but I was in my my college relationship. Um, look, we were very important to each other. We're we're friendly. You know now but it was not it was very toxic a little dramatic you know for the years and so we we like met up a few years after the really terrible breakup and we both kind of like apologized to each other being like hey we both did some stuff and like it was just like a nice way to just be like hey it's like everything's chill like we're good now in that, there there's also another time with a different person where, like, because I was in a really weird place, I was acting, like, kind of, like, crazy and clingy with this other person, mm-hmm. um, relationship-wise,
0: and I apologize to him as well. Our, our relationships can really bring out the kind of crazy, stupid side of us absolutely, in so many ways. Yeah,
1: and I, I think that's where I've had to own up a lot, just because you're you're exactly right like love and Mm -hmm. lust and and everything it makes us it changes us and so i've fully made mistakes there that i i i would like to think i've owned up to.
0: yeah because like being with another person really puts the mirror and i mean we don't often see it till as you said like maybe years later you realized oh i really messed that up but yeah it really shines a light on us same question oh wow yeah you just turned the question on me yeah you answer it and then you can get back to me um, see now, of course, I'm, I'm thinking about relationships, but I'm trying to open it up to that was a bunch just my first things. thing that right. came to mind. Right, right, but I'm I'm trying to think of uh, of other things. Um, Asking me on this podcast, right? You know, you know, I I actually the the next thing after I kind of pushed through, you know, relationship stuff. The, one of the first things as a as a child, I remember so basically back when kmart was actually like something before mm-hmm. there was target there was kmart and so i remember we, my mom and i we would shop so on this is like seven or eight years old so i i remember that i wanted this particular hot wheels car you know yeah. and and so i kept at and she's like no 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 you know we're, we're not gonna do anything so she went shopping and i was just gonna meander around the toys or whatever but i wanted that car <gasps> i wanted that car did you car. steal it I picked that car, and, and I'm, I'm in the aisle, and I just open it <gasps> out of the package, and I put it in my pocket. Did you get in trouble? The, like, wh- I, I guess a manager or some store manager, like, basically stopped me <gasps> and took me to my mother. And, and he's just standing there, but but he made me say it. He, he was like, she's like, what did you do? I was like, I... I wanted the car oh. and so
1: i yeah had he not stopped you, would you have just walked out with him mm-hmm. i I really think I then you just, wouldn't then you wouldn't be answering this question right then
0: you? I wouldn't be answering the question, and it like really did i mean that it's impressionable you know? you a lesson at seven years old, yeah. I still remember that yeah. lesson, so yeah, yeah that was that that was that was traumatic at the time, but it was certainly a lesson learned. the one thing I've ever stolen was one condom. <laughs> You know, if you're going to steal something, that's at least something good yeah. to have. I was nervous. I was like 17. Oh, yeah. You don't want to actually like buy it. Yeah, I was nervous. Yeah.
1: But at, now least, I you, ordered at them least you're on stealing Amazon. something
0: for a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So here we are at the all last right. one. Okay. What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Um, The best advice I've ever received. Personally. Okay. So like in acting school, we do all these acting techniques and these exercises and the script analysis and all this stuff. And for me it's helpful, but like in the moment, I never know like what to do with it. Like, and so one time I fully said this to my acting teacher whose name is Doug Hall, he's great. And I was like, I've done all this work for it. And like, I I, I get it, but I'm not trying to, I don't know how to like let this live in the scene, all this work I've done. He goes, you've done the work, now let it go. You know what I mean? Like it's just inherently there, which I I really liked. I also really liked. So that was like a personal piece of advice that I live by, especially when my brain is getting cluttered with like script analysis and like, oh, what does this character mean here? And how do I live truthfully? I have to think about this. And, you know, my uh, my grandmother dying and this time that I had a coffee, you know, like all this like sense memory and everything. So that helps there. And I really, a very recent piece of advice that was not told directly to me, but was told to the masses. And a lot of people have
0: been talking about it these days. Okay,
1: Andre DeShield's Tony Award speech. Right. Slow is the fastest way to get to where you want to be.
0: Loved that. Pretty much he could just write a Bible with those three things yeah. that he gave. And that's all people need to know. Live your life like that. Yeah. And, and we're all, we'll all be better yeah. people
1: especially in this day and age where it's getting harder and harder to lay roots for yourself as an artist because there's so much content. There's so many people trying to do this. Everyone's creating their own work. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so hard to actually make an impression these days. In theory, yes, there's more work. But because there's so much, things aren't sticking, you know? And so you feel like you have this timeline in your head. But sometimes you just have to let things be and I love I think I really needed to hear that
0: yeah yeah I, I did a whole episode just about those uh, those three oh, things you did? that you get oh, yeah I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that yeah yeah it was it was it, it meant a lot to me like stuck like arrow yeah. through the heart like listen to this and take yeah. it in you're not the first person that's told me that a lot of people really connected to that yeah it was amazing Yeah.